Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Good Question. I'm your host, Andy Welch, and today's episode is uh, going to uh, really pause our lives a little bit. We're going to kind of put a mirror in front of ourselves and, and examine some stuff. So going to have a little bit of fun with it, hopefully. Uh, probably get some real talk in there. And uh, yeah, so sit back, relax, and enjoy, folks, because this is The Good Question. All right. So first time in a couple of weeks where I've actually been able to post a new episode twice in a week, which is good, I think. Uh, it's a spin in the right direction, especially since this week has been pretty, uh, pretty wild. So, um, well, I mean, honestly, this past this year, let's be real. This year has been quite the roller coaster for many, many people. And uh, for a lot of us, you know, I, I had it reminded, uh, reminded, I had it um, kind of brought to my attention last night uh, through my meditation group that we have that, um, you know, this whole thing is affecting everybody in its own unique way. And I think that there are a lot of people who are feeling the effects of everything, starting to feel the effects of everything now. You know, there's some of us who we were really strong leading into this. We held ourselves up. We kept our heads high. We, uh, you know, we were good and and we maintained who we are um, or who we thought we were. And uh, now it's finally starting to kind of come to a head because there's a few things, environmental changes, um, financial changes, things like that that have happened over the course of just the past week or two that have really um, kind of thrown everybody's emotional state into a sense of chaos. So, you know, it, it's no surprise that we have people who are kind of like me, you know, they're just discovering now that they have anxiety. They are discovering now that they're, it, it's becoming a chronic form of anxiety and uh, you're, you're being forced to look at yourself a little bit. So, um, that's why today's episode, you know, I am just going to jump right into it. Today's title of the episode is actually what the question of the day is in the book. Who are you? Uh, that's the question. The question for today is who are you? Um, and I think that it's a relevant question. And I think that the timing of this question is spot on. Um, if we were to remove everything that's happening in 2020, it's a good time of the year to be asking yourself who you are. You know, we're in August. So August 6th for the next five years, I'll be asking myself the same question. Who are you? And um, I think that that's a good placement for it. You don't want to ask yourself who you are at the start of the year because you're coming off of that new year high. You're coming off of the whole thing of like, yeah, this is going to be my year. Um, and you don't want to ask yourself, who are you at the end of the year? Because you may look back at like all your mistakes for the year and be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not a very good person. But right now, we're a little over, you know, we're a little over halfway through 2020. It has been such an emotional roller coaster for, I, I, I think it's safe to say everybody. It has been a emotional ride for a lot of people, and um, it's a good time to ask the question. So today's question, very very simple: Who are you? And uh, for me, I'd like to just say that um, for me to answer that question for myself, who am I? Um, I'm a lot of things. 
Uh, I, you know, I'm not as simple as I thought I once was, you know, I, this year has forced me to really look at myself through the mirror and not just like my physical side of some myself, literally looking into who I am as a person. It's really showing me who I am. And that's not a bad thing. I'm exposing a lot of weaknesses through my podcast. You know, there's a lot of things that are happening in the podcast that you guys are learning a little bit more about me. Um, because I'm just kind of not really holding back. I'm just kind of letting it, just letting it go. And, uh, I think that that's kind of a healthy thing, you know, especially now, since I have anxiety, talking it out helps a little bit, you know, I don't feel as pent up. I don't feel like I have to hold things in. I don't feel like I have to keep a secret from anybody or, or anything like that. So consequently, the podcast has made me address a lot of who I am and what I am. So these questions, I'm thankful for that. So who am I? Um, I am a complicated individual who is working through every aspect of his life right now. I'm working through every aspect of my life psychologically, uh, mentally, I guess they're, they're both kind of the same thing, psychological and mental, um, physically going through some physical problems with my body that I've never had to really experience before. And financially and everything, you know, it's all right in front of me. And so it's a matter of sifting through each individual thing and determining this is in my control. This is outside of my control. This is something I can change to make my life better. This is in a category that says you can't change this. There's nothing you can do about this except for this, 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 you know what I mean? So it's, it's taking what I already had as a mild form of OCD and making it a little bit more, um, I guess a little bit more obsessive because now I'm trying to categorize my life a little bit. It's helping me to kind of structure and categorize into sections of saying, look, this is something I simply cannot control. So I need to stop trying to control it. You know, I can't stress out over, for instance, just a couple of, you know, coronavirus. I can't change that there's a virus in the world. I personally cannot. I can't. But what I can do is be smart about how I do things. What I can do is when I go outside, if I'm going to the store, if I decide to go to a theme park, if I am going shopping, you know, I make the conscious decision to wear my mask, to be quick, get in, get what I need, get out sanitize before I start the process, sanitize afterwards. And if I get home, like if I go to a theme park, the minute I come home, what's the very first thing I do? Go shower and put those clothes in the washer. So those are things I can control. I cannot control if the virus is, you know, knocking on my bedroom window. I can't control that. But I can control whether or not it comes in, keep the window closed, be smart about how I do things. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that, the, you know, I'm not saying the virus is that bad uh, on that front where it's just sitting outside going, hey, waiting for you. You know what I mean? Because there are many, many, many recorded cases of it being uh, mild cases and people do bounce back from it. But for those who are not able to bounce back from it and for those who have been killed from the virus, you know, try telling them, it's okay. Try telling them it's not a serious threat. You know what I mean? 
which that's opening up a whole another can of worms. And I don't mind addressing the can of worms that is coronavirus and people being stupid and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's it goes back to the episode I had two days ago where it was like, just be smart with everything that we're doing. So keeping back to kind of the question for today of who who I am and, and who are you, um, you know, a lot of people will curse 2020. A lot of people will curse this year. I think it's definitely, I mean, the minute we start closing things down and, and countries were going on lockdown and all this kind of stuff, 2020 immediately hit the history books. Let's be real. 2020 is not going anywhere. It's going to remain with us throughout the course of our lives. We're always going to be looking back on 2020 as the year that the world stood still. You know, this is the year that the world stood still. We, we stopped. There were so many aspects of our lives that we had to just hit pause and stop. And there are some aspects of some people's lives that has had to hit stop. You won't go again. It's stop. As in sections of Broadway shows are being canceled. Like they're just done. They're, the run is done because we can't recover. They cannot recover from coronavirus. Cirque du Soleil was a big entertainment side of things. We're watching massive layoffs happen at Cirque du Soleil because they're like, we can't sustain the shutdown. Um, what was it? I think there was an article, Phantom of the Opera. You know, that's been on, you know, in the UK for, oh my God, how many years? Like it was a 30 plus years and it's officially done. The, the run is done because they can't bounce back from, the effects of COVID-19. It's not safe to put people in a theater setting and run the Phantom of the Opera even still. Like, you can't even run actors on the stage. You know, it's not safe for them. So it's it, we're watching seismic shift. We've watched a series of businesses close their doors. They're done because they can't bounce back from this. We're watching, um, gosh, if we were to really go high up on the scale of things, uh, Universal, you know, Universal Resort is laying off people because they are unable to sustain the operation, you know, the day-to-day -day operation and uh, paying people. Like, and, and so we're watching and they're having to delay their newest project here in Florida because they just don't have the money. There, there, there is no income right now. Um, so we're watching, and even now, what, what the latest announcement, was it yesterday or the day before yesterday? Uh, with Disney's new movie Mulan, Disney's making the conscious decision to put it on Disney Plus for a premium charge and release it in theaters in countries that are able to allow you to go to a theater to watch a movie with restrictions, of course, but to do that. Um, we're watching uh, the world transform around us. And that is huge we have people who are combating it we have people who are fighting against it saying this is ridiculous this is oppression this is all these things okay cool warning here i'm probably about to go off on a rant just giving you that quick heads up here we're only 10 minutes in the episode probably going to go off into a rant now about this because i have some pretty strong feelings towards people who are like that so if you're one of those people, you can continue listening if you want to, or here's your chance to just remove yourself from the situation and step away. Um, for those of you who are out there and claiming that you're being oppressed, claiming that your personal freedoms are being violated, 
claiming that your liberties are being stomped on and, and all these things. And we're America. We're patriots. I have some choice words for you, but I'm not going to do it on the podcast. But you should know what they are. I'm an American. I was raised in a conservative household. I learned about my country. My grandfather was a was a, in the U.S. Um, sorry, was in the Air Force, the United States Air Force. He's retired now, of course. But you know, you want to talk about being raised to respect the art of our country, founding principles of the country, to have an ardent respect for positions of power, positions of authority branches of government, the police, the military, all that kind of stuff. I grew up with that. And there is not one person out there who can argue that you have not come across me at a point in my life where I would argue that that was all necessary. When I hear people out there anti-maskers who are not wearing a mask and you're claiming to be a patriot, screw you. You don't know the first meaning of what it means to be a patriot. You don't know what it means. You're selfish, you're arrogant, and your pride will be your downfall. All of those will be your downfall. So when I hear you out there saying, I'm a patriot, I'm fighting against oppression, I'm fighting against my uh, rights being threatened, your rights aren't being threatened by putting a mask on. Your rights aren't being threatened. We are trying to curb something that does not pick and choose. This virus doesn't care if you're a patriot. This virus doesn't care if you're American. This virus doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care what religious background you have. It doesn't care what sexual identity you identify with. It doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care about the color of your skin. It doesn't care. This virus has the potential to kill you. And I say potential because, yes, there are risk factors, right? You may be healthy. You may be one of the lucky ones that if they contract the virus, it may just be a mild flu for you and be over and done. The effects of the virus, however, will stay in your body. It will start to deteriorate inside your body. That's science. That's what science is proving through this virus, right? The virus is evolving as viruses do. It's dangerous, okay? Just because you may be healthy and you may be okay with getting a mild flu does not mean that the person you're yelling at isn't. The person you're yelling at may be wearing a mask because somebody that they live with has a higher is a very high risk person that if they contract the virus, it will kill them. So your line of thought of thinking that you're a patriot and that you're fighting against oppression is ridiculous. You don't know the first meaning of being a patriot. You don't know the first meaning of it at all. You don't understand that by being a patriot means to wear a mask. If you really wanted to be a patriot and you really wanted to show that you cared, 
You'd stop yelling at the person who's trying to protect their family. You'd stop yelling at the people who are trying to curve or flatten the curve of this virus because there are some of us, our jobs are dependent on this. Some of us are still on furlough. Some of us are still sitting on the sidelines waiting to come back to work. We can't come back to work because of you. Because you're out there spreading, you're out there inciting war and chaos. You're doing it on purpose because you're a selfish, arrogant, you know. And that's frustrating. That's frustrating to me. Because there are lots of us that are doing exactly what we should be doing. I'm staying inside. If I do go to a park, I'm only there for a couple hours, but I'm being responsible the whole time I'm there. I'm not complaining that I have to wear the mask. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy wearing the mask. But I'm doing it because I care. Because if I'm asymptomatic and I do have it, I'm protecting those around me from not getting it so that we can continue to enjoy days out. So that way we can try and flatten this curve, give scientists time to come up with a vaccine. It takes time. This is a new virus. It takes time to come up with something that could help. It doesn't just happen overnight. That's not how science works. Science is trial and error. That's just how it is. It's always been that way, and it will always be that way. You don't just hit a magic button and a cure comes out and suddenly everything's all better again. So when I hear you guys out there, throwing fits and making a scene and, and, and cursing people and flipping them off and, 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 and even assaulting them. Screw you. Screw you and your family. Because clearly you have been raised by this family to think this way. Now, in saying that, I still hold on to my Christian, my Catholic roots. I still do hold on to my Catholic roots. And there's a part of me that also says, I want to pray for you. Okay, there's a part of me that still wants to pray for you to find the light. You know what I mean? Actually find the truth of the situation. And and the reason I say that is because, you know, we are taught to love our enemies and care for our enemies. So when I say screw you, I mean it in the nice possible way. I've said this before on my Facebook, too. I don't mean you harm. I don't. But I do hope that karma finds you quickly. I don't want you to die. I really don't. I don't want you to die. I don't wish you death. I don't wish death or harm on your family. But I do hope that karma finds you quickly. And I do hope it's a wake-up call for you. So that you can understand that what we're doing is not oppression. It's literally for the safety of the human civilization. I'm not saying this virus is like the plague. But let's be real here. When was the last time we shut down the globe? We basically have shut down Earth for a few months to try and get this under control. You want to know why other countries are starting to open back up? Because their people care about each other. Because their people actually are showing support and actually caring, right? They're actually following the guidelines set forth, and they flatten their curve. Their cases are dropping. They're actually in control of the situation, and they're showing it. It is reflecting based upon that because other countries are not like the United States where we're just a bunch of entitled jerks who only think about ourselves. 
They care about their population. They care about their people, but they also care about their way of life. If they want to get back to their way of life, they know the quickest path to get back to that way of life is follow the mandates so that way they can return to the way of life. If you want things to go back to a sort of normal here in the U.S., follow the rules. It's really not that hard. Follow the rules. So who are you? So the question for today is actually really good across the board. Who are you? What kind of person are you? Are you the kind that's going to sit out there and be selfish and sit there and go, my rights are being infringed upon. I should be allowed to eat at this cafe anytime I want to. I should be allowed to go to the beach anytime I want to. I should be allowed to do this. I should be allowed to do this. I should be allowed to do this. You're an entitled jerk. That's what you are. You're entitled. And maybe that's because of years and years and years of the U.S. thinking we're better than everybody else. That could be a huge part of it, too. Wake up, get off your little high horse, take off your million-dollar shoes, sit down, and look at yourself in the mirror and think to yourself, how can you act like this? Why are you acting like this? What, what good is it causing you? You're that child in the kindergarten class that is preventing everybody else from being able to go to recess because you won't shut up. And just do what you're told. I'm not saying that you should follow. Now, some people will argue and sit there and be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what the government wants you to do. So that way they get you to fall into line. No, 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 no. That's what the world wants you to do because we can't even travel either. It's a global issue. It's not just the U.S. It's global. We can't do a lot of things right now because we're locked down. Other countries are like, we don't want you over here. So stay away. And good for them. If I was in one of those other countries, I'd be doing exactly the same thing. I'd be like, no, the U.S. is really screwed up right now. Let's make sure they don't come over here because we've done really good at making sure we're doing the best we can to flatten our curve and to prevent new cases from coming in, heal the sick, make them better, get our country back up and running. Why would we invite people from the U.S. over here to tour around and and, and cause a new spike in cases until our scientists can come up with a way to kill this thing? That's something I think a lot of people just don't think about. And it's because you're selfish. It's because you're only thinking about you. It's me, 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 myself, and I. You're not thinking about the bigger picture here. You're not thinking about the family members who, yes, they're at work right now. And they're trying to be as good as they can be. Let's just, by way of random example, um, and this is just random. It's not because I read it on an article or anything. I'm just posing it out there as a question because you know that this is a scenario in place right now. There are people out there who have gotten the call to go back to work, say for Disney or Universal or whatever the case may be. They got the call to return to work and they had to say no and stay out of getting paid because they're taking care of family members who are very high risk of getting this disease. And they don't want to run the risk of bringing it into their house to infect their family members. So they have to forgo going to work. They have to forgo doing all of these activities because why? Because they're scared that they're going to bring it home accidentally and give it to their family. Now, on the reverse side of it, there are some who have no other choice. We don't know what's going to happen with unemployment. And I think a lot of people think that for those of us who sit on unemployment, we're doing it just because we like to get free money. No, no, no. That's not it at all. 
It really isn't. I would love to go back to work. I would love to be making a paycheck and not just sitting around for months on end, worrying about what's going to happen with unemployment or dealing with everything that happens on specifically here in Florida, the DEO website that's broken and it's been admitted to being broken. I would rather not have that stress and anxiety in my life. Because of all of this happening, I've recently been diagnosed with anxiety disorder and I can feel my body is making the changes. It is. Anxiety and stress is eating me alive. In a month's time, I've lost 20 pounds because I can't eat or I'm not eating as much as I should. You know, I'm depressed. You know, I'm hanging around the house all the time. I went to the hospital the first part of this week because I thought I was having a heart attack, which turned out it was just a severe panic attack or anxiety attack, I guess. I don't know, two separate things. But yeah, I got diagnosed as anxiety in the ER as well as my doctor telling me I have anxiety. I'm about to start anti-anxiety medication because of all this. This could have ended if we just played smart and we're not doing that. So who are you? Are you the kind of person that's willing to do what's necessary to flatten our curve finally and start really coming off this? Or are you the kind of person that's just going to keep rebelling because it's the right thing to do? Now, some people will highlight that, that if you know me, you know that I love Star Wars and I love the resistance and all this kind of stuff. And they'll be like, well, you support the resistance. I mean, I have a flag hanging in my room that is resistance. And yeah, I support the resistance over the Empire anytime. But even the resistance, let's you want to place it in a in a in a made up world. OK, fine. Let's let's do it. Let's let's hash that out real quick here. Do you really think the resistance of doing exactly what you're doing when it comes down to a virus? No. No, they wouldn't. The resistance is about giving hope. It's about courage. That's what the resistance is all about. Being courageous enough to do the right thing in extraordinary circumstances by giving hope to the rest of the resistance and even the rest of the galaxy. That's what the resistance was all about, to give hope that things can be better. So yeah, let's play this thing out. What is the most courageous thing that you can do right now? The most courageous thing you can do right now is admit that you're arrogant and you only think about yourself. And you take a step back and realize that in order for us to really solve this problem, mask up. Put the mask on when you go outside. Stop fighting an invisible enemy. You're fighting a virus right now. We all are. That's who you're arguing with. You're not arguing with the person in front of you. You're not arguing with the politicians who also are not listening. That's another that's 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 another episode. <laughs> you're arguing with something that doesn't care about your argument. So while you're out there, no, 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 no mask, the virus could enter your body. It absolutely could. It absolutely could. The virus could easily enter your body. And then what do you think that virus is going to do? It's going to enter your body and then go, oh, yeah, you know what? They have a point. They're being oppressed. I should leave this body alone. Let me try and go after one who's got a mask on instead. No. See how ridiculous that sounds? That's how ridiculous you sound when you're out there making your arguments about anti-masking. A virus does not pick and choose. A virus destroys. That's what it does. It seeks to destroy. That's what it does. It will get into your body and it wants to break it down. It wants to break you down. You may be a healthy person. You might. You won't be healthy after you have COVID-19. 
That's science, and that's proven. It will break you down. You will recover if you have a mild case. You will recover, sure, but the effects will be there because you didn't have a vaccine for it. There is no vaccine, so you didn't cure it. Your body fought it off as best as it could, but the remnants of it will remain, and we still don't know the long-term effects of what COVID-19 will do to somebody. I don't know about you guys. I do not want this virus. So consequently, that's why I am on my own personal self-quarantine for the next couple of weeks. It ends on the 17th after I did my ER visit this week. I'm being smart. I'm being responsible. I'm being courageous in what I'm doing. That's who I am. I care about people, not just myself. I don't think that's too much to ask. End of rant for today. Because uh, I'm coming up on the end of the 30-minute window. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so this thing does time it down to 30 minutes. Amazing how quickly 30 minutes can get away from you. So who are you? What kind of person are you? Are you the kind that wants to make a change and really help those around you? Or are you the kind of person that just wants to argue all the time? And fight and push back and always, always have something to say. Because there's nothing, there's nothing more annoying than a person who always just wants to fight and not find a solution. As I come up on the last minute of this episode, I'm not saying that the government is right. Okay, I'm not. I'm not saying that the government's right. I, I know the government has failed us. On many fronts, specifically this year. All I'm saying is, it's now up to us. It's up to us as humanity to do the right thing for those around us. And if it's something as minimal as me wearing a mask when I'm out in public, then I'm going to wear a mask when I'm out in public. It's as simple as that. It really is. So who are you? Think about that. Sit down and meditate and find out who you are. Who are you? Really ask yourself that question. I think it's one of the most important things that we can ask ourselves during this time. All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Good Question. Um, if you like what you're here, make sure you're hitting that subscribe button on the way out. So that way you can get all the updates. I do try and post on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, sometimes that's a little off, but uh, we're working on that. I'm trying to keep a pretty consistent schedule. Tuesday, Thursdays, new episodes dropping. Uh, and if not, then usually I try to send out a warning to say it's not going to happen. Or uh, I try to follow up on the next scheduled episode drop with a couple different questions. So uh, if you ever want to be on the show, you know what you got to do. Just reach out to me. Let's uh, sit down. Let's talk. And let's set up a time for you to make an appearance on the show or have your voice make an appearance, as it were. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Um, for those of you who've been following me since the beginning, uh, it's been kind of a fun little roller coaster ride, and it just keeps getting better. As long as there's a question to ask, there will always be a question to answer. So keep asking yourself the good question. That's a really good sign-off. I should probably like use that. I don't know. I, 
I don't know why I haven't been using that the whole time. Yeah, keep asking yourself the good question. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day out there, and I will see you all next Tuesday.